0: Well, welcome to another edition of The Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. This is the wet edition of the program. <laughs> oh, man, How, what a weekend it's been. And, of course, I hope that you have not been peril- perilously impacted um, by the the weather. I, I wanted to start just by clearing up something. We're getting into the, you know, we, we're not going to do road closures and stuff like that. I mean, I realize you tune into The Bottom Line Show to hear... Uh, you know kind of foundational biblical truths and things like that and we do talk about things that are topical but at the same time i also understand and we've seen you know 13 years of doing the show and i'll just share this with you right off the bat Um, if there's something major and catastrophic going on in the world and it requires like up to the minute you know eyewitness news type of stuff you're gonna go to that source, and I encourage you to do so. There are lots of great places where you can get that source for whether or not there was an earthquake or this, that, and the other thing. But we do know that because we broadcast here in the People's Republic of California, and for our friends who are in Denver, uh, well, and all throughout the state of Colorado, who are listening right now, and maybe the ones even are picking us up on KKPC in Portland, um, or our friends in Alabama now, who are listening on, uh, it's a WYDE, you, you might be listening and saying, hey, California, what the heck? I mean, all of my out-of-state relatives have been contacting. Are you guys okay? Are you guys okay? And the reason they did so is because you've got places like the New York Times screaming about mudslides and floods and things of that nature. And then you've also got um, the governor having declared a state of emergency. And I wanted to go over something just real quick here before we get into any of this about that whole state of emergency issue. Because a lot of times you hear that phrase and we all kind of go, what the heck? And this is something that I learned during Hurricane Katrina, of all things. Was not aware of this at all. Um, if you work in government, you know that this is standard protocol. But whenever you hear the governor of a state declare a state of emergency or a city you know, issue a state of emergency warning, um, this is just our regular review or something like this, almost 99 times out of 100 it's done so preemptively and the reason they do so is because there's a way to unlock some federal funding uh, that uh you know whatever the federal government could do to help out when you're in the actual emergency itself you know the, in california we got used to the fact that if there's a, a major earthquake for example then it is uh the like minutes after it happens, the Governor declares a state of emergency. But when it comes to rainstorms and things like this, there are projections for what the weather's going to do, and then there's the actual storm. and storms do what storms do, right? I mean they they're they're going to go where they go. And so, you know, the initial prediction for anywhere from two to six inches in downtown L.A., then that was up last night to up to 10 inches in Pasadena, but that's over a matter of days. And what do those inches actually look like? You know, one of the best ways that Lisa and I found to measure rainwater, we never actually, I mean, we don't have like one of those little Geiger counter things for rainwater. I, I kid you not. You know, you've got the trash bin, and then you've got the recycle bin, and then, you know, we're all supposed to separate everything out. It's supposed to make the state more ecologically friendly. And to my knowledge, I mean, this is just me being somewhat cynical and skeptical. But what happens in a situation like that is you sort out your recyclables, and they'll get real specific depending on your city or county, saying, you know, only put aluminum cans and glass bottles, and, you know, don't put newspaper somewhere else, this, that, and the other thing. You're basically taking stuff that you pay California redemption value on. Cleaning it and sorting it. Don't put it in a bag. Put it in the actual deal, so they could just dump it out and go recycle it and make the money that you were going to get. So not only are you losing your deposit, you're doing all the sorting for them, and all they have to do is just, you know, haul it off to some recycling center. So I, I, I want to help out. I really, honestly, do want to do my part. But every now and again, trash bag goes in the green one, and a bottle or can goes in the blue one because we don't really care. But here was what I'm going to say about rain. We. <laughs> We had a situation a couple of weeks ago where we had put the trash in the one and the container in the other. And the bag was sticking up just a little bit above, you know, the lid didn't close all the way. And so the guy who was driving the truck that day, a waste manager, whatever the company was, comes by and... And we were out for a walk in the morning, and he starts giving us a lecture about how the bag was too high and how he shouldn't really take this, but he's going to take it anyway, et cetera, et cetera. You know, kind of trying to shame us into feeling like we should feel a certain way about the fact that we had one bag of aluminum cans that was a little too high on the thing. And so we went for our walk. We came back. And when we came back, they had dumped it all right, but they also broke the lid off. (laughs) So the green lid or whatever, it's, it's just like a little stub. And I've called to have it replaced and called to have it replaced, and they, they haven't replaced it. So now every time it rains, I wind up dumping out some water. So I can tell you how much we got at our house just by how much winds up in my recyclable deal. But it's it's encouraging to, to measure it. And yes, of course, take precautions. I know that there are going to be streets. You know where the streets are that are going to flood. And part of the reason why they do flood, understand, is when, I mean, here in the People's Republic of California, there are a lot of cities... That when they were putting in storm drains, didn't really spend a lot of money on storm drains. I mean, that—that's when I worked in Fullerton for years. Ambassador Advertising that produces a lot of the programming that you hear on Christian stations like ours, uh, downtown Fullerton, and it was guaranteed. It didn't matter how much rain fell. Commonwealth Avenue, where we were, would always flood, and the water would fill. You know, the the gutter, you know, the curb. It would flood onto the front lawn. And I remember coming out, I had to park in the street one day and rain came out and there was a police officer who was out doing something. Some car had been in an accident, you know, wet weather. And I asked him, I said, why does the street always flood out here? And he says, yeah, well, because our storm drains are like a quarter inch deep or something. I said, are you kidding me? He goes, yeah, a lot of cities that where you have like downtown Houston had all that major thing was Hurricane Harvey all those years ago. And. The, everything in downtown flooded. And a lot of the reason why it flooded wasn't because that they had that much rain, but because it all, it all hit in a concentrated area. So good rule of thumb, when this kind of weather does happen, is I heard the, it was the fire chief of Long Beach yesterday or Saturday, he said, look, don't go to the LA River. Don't go to the Santa Ana River. If there's a lot of rain, stay out of it. You know, there's a lot of things that we could avoid just by pure common sense. And it's amazing to me how many people, when you see the stranded cars, I mean, God bless them if somebody is was really driving and a flash-type flood thing came in. And, that's horrible, and I would never wish ill on anybody if that happened. But a lot of times, you do see, you have to ask the question, if a car is you know, piled up, why was that car there in the first place? Did the car get there before the water, or was the water there and the car's like, I could make it through here? I mean, so use precaution. But understand, too, that California, by definition, you know, the, the mudslide issue, the you know, drain issue, things like that, oftentimes... The reason why we have this drain issue in the first place is simply because the city was saying, hey, you know what? We don't need massive storm drains and sewer issues here because we don't get a lot of rain. So, I mean, that's it's, it's going to be an occupational hazard. Now, back to the state of emergency. Uh, getting all sorts of texts and emails last night from family members are, are okay. We saw that the state of emergency was declared. Are you guys all right? We heard that there were going to be winds up to 70 miles an hour, 10 inches of rain. Are you guys okay? Please understand that when it comes to like a rainstorm or snowstorm and the governor declares a state of emergency, it's not necessarily because that means you're hosed. It means in the case of a rainstorm, you're anticipating there's going to be a lot of flooding and there's going to be some damage and the state's going to need the help. So they will preemptively declare a state of emergency as what's happened last night um, in eight counties. And of course, you know, they're the big money counties, L.A., San Francisco, San Diego, Orange County, et cetera. San Bernardino Riverside, too. And they'll declare a state of emergency. That's to get the ball rolling on the federal side. Do you remember back, it's almost been 20 years now since Hurricane Katrina hit Louisiana and Mississippi? And remember all the kerfuffle over uh, George W. Bush's response to uh, Hurricane Katrina? The response, based on what the media said, was George W. Bush doesn't care about black people. He doesn't care about minorities who live in these states. And that's why he did nothing. You know, you got Ray Nagin, the mayor of New Orleans at the time, saying, somebody do something. But what people didn't realize was when it came to preemptive strikes, two things happened. First, the severest damage in New Orleans in particular happened when the levees broke, not necessarily when Katrina was hitting. Mississippi got terrible damage as well. Almost all the schools were closed in Louisiana for a couple of days or weeks. But the issue there was the fact that the federal government could not intervene because of federal law that says the states have the responsibility to come and ask for the help. What Mayor Nagin and Governor, I can't remember her name, I always forget her name, uh, who was the governor before Bobby Jindal in in, uh, Louisiana, all they had to do was apply for federal disaster relief and the National Guard would have been there preemptively knowing that the levy situation was what it was. Everybody would have been dispersed. But President Bush could not preempt anything that the state did or the city did. The states and cities have to do it. So what Governor Newsom did last night was preemptive, and it was helpful. Better to do that than to wind up with widespread flooding and mudslides and things of that nature, and then have to go back and say, now we need the help. We knew there's the potential for needing the help. And so therefore... We tapped into the source that we had available to us, and I pray that you're safe and dry. By the way, we've got the live chat going on the K Bright app. Uh, we'd love to see what your story is today. Uh, just check in if you've got the K Bright app. Go to the chat room function. Um, our team is there to again. I, I mention this all the time. If you want to talk to me on the chat room, I'm probably not going to respond back, and the reason is I'm flying the plane, and you don't go talk to the. Go, go go into the cockpit and talk to the pilot while we're doing the program. Guests lined up and interviews and giveaways and things like that. But our team is on the chat. Crystal's on there, uh, Tamara's on there. That's a great chance if you if you have missed interacting with Tamara on the phone, you can interact with Tamara on the chat. Get the Kaybright app at your at your uh, app store, whether it's Google Play or the app store, and you can, uh, you can interact with us there. Just check in, I'm okay, or wow, we had a mudslide, or whatever, we'd love to get your feedback on what's happening uh, weather-wise wherever you are. Now, I mentioned that tapping into the source and how important it is for the, the government officials and the state to tap into federal resourcing uh, preemptively. Uh, you know, this was all done 24 hours ago, so by now when you start assessing the damage, um, they can go ahead and, and make that great assessment. You know, as Christians, there's a parallel here. Pastor Roger's going to put on his homily hat here for a second. There, there, there's, a, there's a power source that we have that oftentimes a lot of christians don't operate in and it's a shame we serve a triune god god the father god the son god the holy spirit we understand god the father you know is is kind of the this is our our main focus and god the son through whom everything was created and through where our our salvation comes is uh you know our lord and savior but god the holy spirit sent to us as our comforter and counselor to maneuver through this life until we get to the next And then of course we worship the triune God in heaven. Why is it that there are so many of us in the body of Christ who look at the Holy Spirit as something that either Pentecostals and Charismatics get into, or that it really isn't all for us? Uh, Benny Tate is a pastor uh, who decided to preach a sermon series on the Holy Spirit about eight years ago. And he did not realize that his congregation at Rock Springs Church in Milner, Georgia, population 700, was gonna grow to more than 8,000 people after he preached this sermon series. Why is it that so many of us don't know about the Holy Spirit and what can we learn about our Christian walk through this series? Uh, He's written a book about his experience called Unlimited, experiencing the fullness of God's power in your life. We have a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com and Pastor Benny Tate's gonna join me to talk about it coming up next as The Bottom Line continues. Well, a special guest joining us today here on The Bottom Line Show to talk about a topic that oftentimes it feels like we are looking to accomplish things in our own strength, and then we look to things that God can do as maybe a little bit more than that. But when you get down to what God is capable of doing, that whole exceeding abundantly far beyond what we could ever ask or imagine, is something that we really don't plumb the depths of. And today here on The Bottom Line Show, I'm joined by pastor and author Benny Tate, who has a brand new book on this topic that I'm fascinated with. The book is called Unlimited, Experiencing the Fullness of God's Power in Your Life. We have a link for the book up at TheBottomLineShow.com. Live from Milner, Georgia, let's welcome Pastor Benny Tate. Welcome to The Bottom Line Show.
1: Thank you, Roger. It's a joy to be with you, and I have certainly been looking forward to being with you and all your all your
0: listeners. Well, I, we appreciate this too, because what you're talking about, I, I realize that you know when you look at you know the, the way God blesses us, and oftentimes our finite minds have so much information. There's a tendency to think, "Hey, I got a smartphone, I have a computer, I have a college degree, I can understand all this stuff," and yet when it comes to the way the Holy Spirit works in our life, we, life, we really have to be ready for the fact that that fullness of God's power is really something we have a hard time wrapping our arms around This goes back for you. This story in particular goes back about
1: a decade, doesn't it? Certainly. You know, Oswald Chambers said, he said, the Holy Spirit is the first power that a Christian encounters. It's the first power we encounter. But he said, it's the last power that we come to understand. And uh, so uh, God did something in my life in 2016. I was going to preach a series on the Holy Spirit. And Roger, my objective was to help my people. I really, I was saying, hey, I want God to do something in the lives of my people, but God did something in my life. God Mm. did something in my life and it spread to my staff and it spread to our congregation. And, uh, through the power of the Holy spirit, you know, uh, we just, uh, we, we started realizing that, uh, you know, we, we've taught a lot about God in our churches. We've taught a lot about Jesus, but not a whole lot about the Holy spirit Mm. and the Holy spirit is just as much God is Jesus is God? Amen. He's just as much Amen. God is as, as God is God. So uh I just really got a passion to help people realize the Holy Spirit's not weird, he's not mystical, this is not confusing, confusing that
0: he is a person that you can have a relationship with. Hmm. And that is kind of a mind bend for a lot of people, isn't it? Because we think of God, the Father, God, the Son, we think about salvation, we think about redemption, and the Holy Spirit's here just to kind of keep us warm until Jesus comes back. I mean, I don't mean to understate the power of the Holy huh. Spirit, but is it? did you find as you started preaching this sermon that more and more people were coming up and saying, I had no idea that God, the Holy Spirit, was so powerful? Exactly, exactly, Rogers. Think about this. God's on the
1: throne. Jesus is at his right hand. The Holy Spirit is the one that is here with us. He is the one that is with us in our day-to-day lives, and so I just started challenging people to to seek a relationship with the Holy Spirit. That how desperately, how desperately we need
0: Him, and how desperately He wants to be in our lives. Hmm. Pastor Benny Tate is my guest today here on The Bottom Line. I'm Roger Marsh. We're talking about his brand new book called Unlimited, Experiencing the Fullness of God's Power in Your Life. We have a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. Where's a good place for us to start, Pastor Benny? I mean, realize there are some people who are hearing this, and, and, and it's having that moment, that that impact on them for the first time, realizing, yeah, if I were looking at my spiritual body in terms of the way I exercise, you know, my knowledge of God the Father, God the— son, the Holy Spirit would be that weak set of legs or that bad set of biceps that we don't pay attention to enough in the spiritual gym. We just don't have the muscles. Right.
1: Where's a good place for us to start? I think, first of all, Roger, just realizing the necessity of it in your life. Think about this. Mm-hmm. Jesus, Jesus was here, and he said, it's necessary for you that I go away. He said, for if I go not away, the, the helper, the comforter will not come. Jesus said these words. He said, it's more important that the invisible Holy Spirit be here than the visible Jesus. You mm. know, see, when Jesus was here, if he was in Jerusalem, he couldn't be five miles away in Bethlehem. But he said, when my spirit comes, he shall be everywhere. And the Holy Spirit is everywhere. That's why Jesus said in John 14 and 12, he said, the works I do, you'll do also, and even greater works. Well, yeah. hey, we, we can't do greater works because we have greater faith than Jesus Christ. It's because of the power of the Holy Spirit. I, I truly believe our listeners need to understand how necessary it is. I would say people that are in, in church work, it may, perhaps you're in ministry, that you understand the necessity of the Holy Spirit. Jesus is going to ascend to heaven, and he says to his church, 120 of them, by the way, he he didn't have the mega church, 120 of them. He said, "You go to Jerusalem. Don't you teach? Don't you preach? No need of having strategic assimilation meetings. No need of no need of talking about a capital stewardship cap- campaign." <laughs> he said, "You just go there and pray until you're endued with power from on high." So, Roger, how delusional? How delusional is it for us? to think that we can preach and we can teach and we can grow and we can witness and we can have an impact
0: outside of the Holy Spirit inside of us. Mm. Having conversation here with Dr. Benny Tate today here on The Bottom Line, in addition to the 30 years of ministry plus that you've spent with Rock Springs Church and seeing the incredible growth that's been there. But when you talk about power and, you know, really letting the Holy Spirit do his thing, the fact that I know that you have served as a guest chaplain in the Senate, and the House of Representatives. You've seen it. You want to talk about the seat of power in the political world. And from what I hear, I hear I've never actually had many conversations with more than just a couple of members of Congress. But I hear this over and over again. I mean, when you see the seat of power and you understand that there are people, so many people of faith who are there. I'm sure there was part of you that looked out and said, boy, this is wonderful that there's this fellowship. But on the other hand, it's like, hey, do you guys really understand the power of the Holy Spirit that lies within you? Talk about that, if you would. Well, that's exactly right. What I, If you if you studied the Bible
1: 15 times, it says to be filled with the Spirit, to be filled with the Spirit. And you just talked about the political arena. The first time in the Bible that the Bible tells a person was filled with the Spirit, was in Exodus chapter 1. It was a man by the name of Bezalel, not Daniel, not David, Bezalel. And you're mm. thinking, who, who, who is Bezalel? Well, he was actually a craftsman. He worked mm. with wood. He worked with stone. He was not in ministry. He was in the marketplace. He was not so much uh, spiritual. He was secular. Mm. But he was filled with the Holy Spirit. And what I would challenge, I even challenge because I have a lot of political people in my church, mm-hmm. that you need to be, you're, you're not wise enough to make the dis- decisions on your own. Amen. Abraham Abraham Lincoln said this. He said, I've been driven to my knees by an overwhelming conviction that I had nowhere else to go. My wisdom and all about me seemed insufficient for the day. And if, if Abraham mm-hmm. Lincoln said my wisdom was insufficient, I need a supernatural power. I need wisdom from beyond me. How desperately do our political leaders today need to be led by the Holy Spirit? Because if you please God, it doesn't matter who you don't please. But if you don't please God, it doesn't matter who you do please. So certainly, certainly we want to walk in the Spirit
0: and be led by the Spirit. I love the way you, you put that, Dr. Benny Tate, because of the fact that we do have an unlimited need for God's Holy Spirit in our lives. And, and he does have an unlimited presence. I mean, the power part is, is important for us to understand, but the presence that he goes everywhere. He goes where we go, he is everywhere, and 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 is providing not only that comfort, but also that counsel for us. Um the book is called Unlimited. We've got a link for the book up at the bottom, mindshow.com. Dr. Benny Tate is my guest. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about what the end game of this is, because oftentimes I think when we think of worshiping Jesus, serving God, um, and then the power of the Holy Spirit, the question then is, okay, well, what do we do with this power? We want to talk about not only the limits of it, which there are none, but also the purposes for us as Christians. Why did Jesus send? It was more than just to comfort us in a troubled world, but to unleash this power, to build his kingdom here on earth. More of my conversation with pastor and author Dr. Benny Taint in just a moment as the bottom line
2: continues. Call personal injury attorney Stephanie Cover of Cover Law first after an accident. Friends or family might tell you to get in touch with the insurance company for the party at fault first, but this is wrong. Stephanie knows countless myths that surround personal injury law, and she will help you separate fact from fiction. Stephanie worked directly for insurance companies for decades, and she knows how to navigate the process. You may wonder if your injury is too minor to warrant an attorney representing you. Stephanie can help you figure that part out with a free call, and she will tell you honestly if she thinks it's worth pursuing. Sometimes injured people are concerned about going to trial, but Stephanie prides herself on her ability to stay out of a courtroom because it typically means that she can maximize the amount you will actually receive. Don't make these decisions on your own. Contact Stephanie Cover at kbrightradio.com cover. That's C-O-V-E-R.
0: Welcome back to this uh, wet movie Monday edition of the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. Pastor Benny Tate is my guest, and we're talking about his brand new book called "Unlimited." Uh, it's from the Foundations of the Holy Spirit series, experiencing the fullness of God's power in your life. We have a link for this book up at thebottomlineshow.com, and it's kind of special here on Movie Monday. Uh, we don't. There's no book, or there's no movie attached to Benny Tate's book, but there is a book, and we have not one, not two not three, but four books to give away today here on Movie Monday. How cool is that? Uh, 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, the number to get you through to the bottom line. Again, we have 123. Three, four copies of Benny Tate's book, Unlimited, about the power of the Holy Spirit. They were giving away today, especially if you're kind of shut in because of the weather and you can't get out. Well, now you have something fun to read while you're enjoying that. 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, the number to get you through to the bottom line. Hey, before we go any further, I want to um, thank everyone who has participated in our uh, pre-born giveaways throughout the month. And the reason I say this is because I, you know, both uh, my daughter Emily and my daughter Kaylee, you know, Lisa's bonus kids, are expecting. Uh, Emily's due date is March 12th. Kaylee's is uh, April the 7th. And this morning we were in a little group thread and we were g- basically gifted with two pictures, one of each kid. Uh, Emily's son, who's due March 12th, looks exactly like his brother. At whatever is it, 35 weeks, 36 weeks long. And uh, Kaylee's daughter uh, is looking more and more like her com- good combination of her mom and dad every day. It's because of the ultrasounds that they got that they are advancing and. In- Doing so well in terms of the care that they're providing for their kids and the ultrasounds that you pay for, that you donate to preborn, make that type of technology a reality for a lot of women who don't know what's available. A $28 donation will save a life, and I encourage you to call preborn today, 833 850 BABY, 833 850 BABY, which is 2229 on your keypad, or go to KBrightRadio.com or RogerMarsh.com. Follow the prompts when you click on the preborn banner and make your best donation there. More of my conversation. conversation. Conversation with Benny Tate coming up next as the bottom line continues. For more than 50 years, Dennis Wilson has been offering better alternatives to what the market offers when it comes to investments like certificates of deposit and real estate investment trusts. Dennis's 3D account pays even better than market interest rate. Here's Dennis to explain.
3: So what is a 3D account and how does it work? A 3D account is a real estate-backed investment without Wall Street risk. It pays an amazing interest of 7% for the next three years. At the end of three years, you can take your money out, so you can see it's definitely not a REIT, or you can reinvest it at 7% in a new program. Go ahead and call today and ask about the 7% account, and then while you're on the phone, and ask about our accounts that are based even higher amounts for funds over 250000
0: Learn more about Dennis Wilson's 3D Money Account, the better alternative to the Real Estate Investment Trust. Call 800-696-9970. 800-696-9970. Wilson Financial, simply better alternatives. Dr. Betty Tate is my guest today here on The Bottom Line. I'm Roger Marsh. We're having a great conversation about his brand-new book that's uh, just now up and out for a couple of months called Unlimited, Experiencing the Fullness of God's Power in Your Life. We've got a link for the book up at the thebottomlineshow.com. Dr. Tate, uh, the uh, founding pastor of Rock Springs Church and, uh, well, the senior pastor now for the past 30 years in uh, Milner, Georgia, uh, with satellite campuses, uh, thousands of people worship at your uh, worship service. And would you describe, I mean, you're part of the Methodist tradition. Would you describe your congregation as one that is kind of spirit-led? I mean, and I, the reason I ask this is I come from a Lutheran tradition, and quite frankly, I don't think we would know the Holy Spirit with radar and a treasure map. I mean, you know, if, they, if you know, if you know the feeling. I mean, where it's like you sit there and say, "Hey, you know, uh, you know, surely the Spirit presence of the Lord is in this place." And we go, "Yeah, I think so." They just told us, but I don't really feel it. <laughs> <laughs> talk talk about what it's like in your congregation and how it could
1: indwell my congregation. Well, here's here's what I would say to people in the day in which we're living. You know, ah, eighty five percent of the churches in America are not growing. So I, I studied the 15% of churches that are growing, and 14% of those is transfer growth. And that's not really growth. That's, I call it just swapping sheep. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got 1% of the churches in America that are growing. And I, I tell pastors, many times we're trying to design our services to attract people. Somebody said, we have to, we have to design our services to attract people. Well, I disagree with that. I think we have to design our services to attract the Holy Spirit. Amen. And I believe when you attract the Holy Spirit, you will attract people. I love what Charles Finney from Days Gone By said. He said, A church that has the Holy Spirit inside of it will draw the world in. He said, If a church does not have the Holy Spirit inside of it, the world will draw the people out. Ooh. So, Here's, here's what I challenge people with. What attracts the Holy Spirit? What, what attracts? Well, he said these words. He said in John 15 and 26, Jesus said, when the Holy Spirit is come, he will testify of me. That is to say, Roger, the Holy Spirit's not coming to blow his own horn. He's not yeah. coming to toot his own horn. He's coming to speak and testify of Jesus. So, So I say to our churches, listen. It's not about lifting up our denomination. It's not even about lifting up our individual church. It's certainly not about lifting up a person or a personality. It's about vertically lifting up Jesus. And when we lift up Jesus, that attracts the Holy Spirit. You say, well, pastor, why is that so important? Well, think about this. John 16 and 8 says, and when he has come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Roger, a person can't even become a Christian outside of the Holy Spirit. Mm. You, you, you can't. Look, not only can you not become a Christian, you can't have assurance of your salvation because the Bible tells us in Romans uh, 8 and 16, the spirit itself bears witness with our spirit mm. that we are the children of God. So when, when we're not open, you know, there's nothing worse than a full church of half-full people. Ooh, that'll preach. (laughs) Wow. Nothing worse. And that's why we need the fullness of the Holy Spirit working in our lives, realizing who he is, realizing he's a person that that wants to manifest himself. He wants to manifest himself in our lives, understanding he can be quenched, (laughs) understanding he can be grieved, so if he can be quenched and he can be grieved, it's about a relationship with the Holy Spirit. And the book Unlimited is totally there's there's not side chapters, Roger, on this and chasing a rabbit on that. No, it's 12 chapters exclusively on the Holy Spirit. And it's it's not it's not written from a scholarly academic perspective. We have tons of churches right now that are literally their life groups, thousands. That are going through it in their life groups, going through mm-hmm. it in their Sunday school. When I, when I, when you look at the endorsement, like uh, uh Ruth, Ruth Graham, mm-hmm. the daughter yes. of Billy Graham, she wrote the forward for my book. Oh, that's nice. Okay, She's so great. so you, you so you've got Ruth, but also endorsing the book is people like Jensen Franklin endorsing the book is Pastor Jim Simbola of the, of the Brooklyn Tabernacle Church because I wanted to write a book that could minister. To the entire body of christ i think many times we get pigeonholed in and i didn't want to be pigeonholed in i wanted see what i've learned when it when it comes to preaching roger uh what most people want is ammunition for what they already believe and what i tried to do is just write a book a bible-based book on this is what god's
0: word says about the holy spirit amen Amen. Oh, boy, I love this. Betty Tate is with me today here on The Bottom Line in the Book. It's called Unlimited experiencing the fullness of God's power in your life. We have a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. And at you, I was looking through the foreword before I started reading the book, Dr. Tate, and I was I realized it was kind of a who's who. All these people have been guests on The Bottom Line Show before. So I know the different backgrounds. You know, Dr. Michael Youssef gives this two thumbs yes. way up. and And Michael's been a, a regular contributor here on this program for years. And I think that's part of what attracted us to the book since you and I were just meeting each other for the first time. But the idea that the person of the Holy Spirit is at work, and I know there are a lot of people in the culture right now who are frustrated. They're seeing the, uh, I'll, I'll use air quotes for our uh, myhopenow.com viewers who are watching online. They're, they're frustrated with what they call the quote-unquote hypocrisy of the church, because there's a lot of people who are falling away. As you mentioned, a lot of those half-full Christians were filling up churches. And what I see, and I get the sense that you do too, Dr. Tate, is the fact that you're not seeing a quote-unquote falling away so much as you're seeing the true remnant, the true bride is actually showing up, and more people are being drawn into that true relationship by the power of the Holy Spirit. Is that an accurate assessment?
1: Unequivocally. I pastor in a place called Milner, Georgia. Our zip code is E-I-E-I-O. <laughs> the population oh. the population is about 800 people. Oh, my. Yep. Yesterday, we had over 7,000 people in a Wow! Look That's here, fantastic. there's no explanation other than the Holy Spirit. I love what A.W. Tozer said. He said, if the Holy Spirit was removed from the average church today, they would continue doing 95% of what they're doing. Hmm. He said, if the Holy Spirit had been removed from the early church, it would have stopped Ninety five percent of what they were doing. Wow. So so we, we desperately, you know, the Bible says God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. And I've learned
0: we've got to have th- that balance of spirit and truth at our churches. Pastor Benny Tate is my guest today here on The Bottom Line. Unlimited is the book, Experiencing the Fullness of God's Power in Your Life, talking about the presence and person of the Holy Spirit. We have a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. Dr. Tate, we have a couple of minutes left in our conversation. Give us some marching orders. I mean, this was not, our conversation here today was certainly not, designed to guilt trip people who may not have a full understanding of the Holy Spirit, but rather to edify. And so now moving forward, now that we have this hope, we know more about the person and the presence of the Holy Spirit. What does that say about our purposes as Christians individually and as part of the corporate body of Christ, knowing what it means to be filled with the Holy Spirit? Roger, just understand how blessed you are.
1: Understand if we're not living in the fullness of the Holy Spirit, we're living beneath our privileges. Think about this. One day we're going to get to heaven. In the Old Testament, if you study the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit came upon people for a task and then he left. He came upon them for a task and then he left. I've often envisioned one day I'll get to heaven and I'll say, Noah, what was it like being in that boat? Mm. Uh, what was it like 370 days in that ark with those smelly animals? And I'm <laughs> going to say, Moses, what was it like when you s- stretched that rod over the over the sea and the sea parted? And I'm going to say, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, what was it like being in that fiery furnace and you came out and your clothes didn't even smell like smoke? Mm. Well, you can't even go in the Waffle House and that happened, amen. <laughs> amen. Dan, amen. Dan then Roger, I'm going to start to walk away. And I've often envisioned one of those guys saying to me, Hey, Benny, what was it like? What do you mean, what was it like? What was it like having the Holy Spirit inside of you each day? Mm. What was it like having the Holy Spirit to, to to lead you and to guide you and to reveal the scriptures and tell you how to pray? What was it like having somebody who would never leave you, never forsake you? What was it like having that comfort of the Holy Spirit? Because we didn't have that. He came on us for task, and then he left. What was it like? I just want to say to our listeners, you have a wonderful privilege. You have a wonderful privilege. And I talk to you about how to be
0: filled with the Holy Spirit, how it happens, and what God can do in your life. I love this. I love this conversation, and I hope we can have another in the not-too-distant future. But for now, we'll conclude by reminding our Bottom Line Show listeners that the book by pastor and author Benny Tate is unlimited experiencing the fullness of God's power in your life, there is a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com, and I give it two thumbs way up, along with Jensen Franklin and Michael Youssef and Jim Simba. I don't belong in that conversation, but by proxy, (laughs) I think we all do, as Uh members of the body of Christ. Pastor Benny Tate, thank you so much for being with us. Thanks for the book, and thanks for being with us today here on The Bottom Line. Thank you, Roger. Well, my thanks to pastor and author Benny Tate for a great conversation today here on The Bottom Line Show about what the power of the Holy Spirit has done at his church. Um, just remarkable when you think about the size of the town, Milner, Georgia, a town of about 700 people. And yet his church has grown in attendance from 80 to more than 8,000 with now satellite campuses all over the place because of the work of the Holy Spirit. And he, eight years ago, purposed to... Uh, to actually have that conversation uh, with his church and the Holy Spirit just did some fantastic things in their lives. So there we go. Uh, We've got not one, not two, not three, but four copies of his book called Unlimited, Experiencing the Fullness of God's Power in Your Life. And we're giving them away right now. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. The number to get you through to the bottom line. On the other side of this break, Thursday, last Thursday, February 1st, was the premiere of season number four of The Chosen. The first three episodes were released in theaters this past Thursday. So how did they do? And what can we look forward to this coming Thursday, Feb 8, when they release the next three episodes? We'll talk about that coming up next here on this Movie Monday edition of The Bottom Line as we continue in just a moment. My thanks again to Pastor Benny Tate, Rock Springs Church in Milner, Georgia, which is the the town of 800 and the church of 8,000 preached a sermon back in 2016 about a sermon series on the Holy Spirit. He believed when he preached the series that the Holy Spirit would be bringing some great change. He didn't think it would be as big as it was and uh, now they've got multi-site campuses, and he is a firm believer in preaching and proclaiming the power of the Holy Spirit. His book is called Unlimited, Experiencing the Fullness of God's Power in Your Life. We have not one, not two, not three, but four copies of the book that we're giving away today. 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, the number to get you through to the bottom line. Now, last week here on The Bottom Line Show, Dallas Jenkins, the creator of The Chosen, was with me. And we talked about the fact, we'd had a conversation about a couple of different things. We'd actually talked in the fall about um, the Christmas with the Chosen campaign, which was very successful. And then we had a chance to talk about the release of season four of The Chosen and how it was going to be released theatrically. And we had um, kind of a feeding frenzy last week. We had some tickets to give away. They are, are airing, if you haven't heard, the first three episodes of season four of the chosen released last thursday and has been in theaters all weekend and what they're doing is they're releasing the entire season four in theaters in theatrical release first then it goes to streaming so it's going to be i think they're going to have this ready to where um they'll be releasing the last couple of episodes of season four right as ash wednesday and lent are happening and then um then it'll be available for streaming. So if you don't want to pay money, go to the theater, you know, and do it that way. That's fine. But how many people? Were, I mean, there were twenty-two hundred eighty-one screens, the number of theaters that carried *The Chosen* this past weekend. Let me put this in perspective for you. The movies that have been out for a while. There's some that are a little long in the tooth, like *The Wonka* movie's been out for two months, and *Mean Girls* been out for a month, and *Migration*'s been out for a couple of months. So, the, as far as new releases go. The big competition for The Chosen this weekend was Argyle. And I, it's Argyle's, whatever it's about. I mean, I've seen the trailers, I don't get it. But here's what was interesting about um, The Chosen release. This is the first time I've ever seen this happen before, uh, where the, the theatrical release of a, uh, a movie, uh, a theatrical release of, in a movie theater of a television series but the idea behind doing this is for twofold. First of all, they're releasing The Chosen in theaters because they want people to experience it around other people who are experiencing it. You know, that, that whole... That, there's something about that, that... When you watch it at home, it's fun. You might have a big old TV and a media room and you could sit around maybe four or five people or your family gets together and you watch something. That's fun. But one of the things that the cinema gives us the opportunity to do, whether it's the cinema or the live theater. You get to experience things with other people. So as they are laughing, you can be laughing. If they're crying, you're crying. If they, uproarious applause. And that does something to us as a community. And everything in the culture has been designed over the past couple of decades to drive us away from that. Even during the pandemic, stay home, worship online. Don't be part of a fellowship. I know a lot of churches who didn't pay attention to that that mandate. And, and they're, you're better off for it. Worshiping with a body of believers, even if it's a small group. I'm talking to Pastor Benny Tate. You know, his church started, uh, Milner, Georgia has 700 people, 800 people. They had about 80 people attending, which if I were a pastor and 10% of the town came to my church, I'd feel pretty good about it. But there's something about those 70, 80 people getting together every week. I mean, the 90% of the churches in America have less than 150 people. So, I mean, when you go to church and get around a group of people, that might be the only time some people are experiencing something with other people. So the idea that The Chosen was going into theaters saying, look, we've done Christmas with The Chosen. We did the kickoff for episodes one and two for season three in theaters. People really liked it. Now there's so much buzz. It's, hey, let's get our Bible study together and go to the theater and we'll you know, pay 15 bucks or whatever it is for a ticket. But Fathom Events is behind this. And they they actually provided the tickets that we gave away last week for it. And the box office totals are in. Now, Argyle was in 3,600 theaters and it came in first. It opened at about $18 million total. But on Friday, The Chosen came in second. And there was talk that The Chosen might actually be able to hang around in the top, well, definitely the top 10, but possibly even the top five. Well, at the end of the weekend, The Chosen edged out the beekeeper to remain in second place. Incredible. I'm looking at the list. Argyle, new release. $18 million on 3,600 screens. Average per theater, $49,930, so $5,000 per theater. Second, The Chosen, Season 4, Episodes 1 through 3. Just a hair under $6 million on 2,200 screens. $2,600 average per screen. Number three, The Beekeeper. $5.2 uh, million on 3,300 screens. Fourth was Wonka at uh, 4.7 million and five was migration at 4.1 mean girls came in at 4 million that kind of rounds up the top six but i mean since, not since the sound of freedom has a movie like this and a fathom events event at that had such a high ranking so congratulations to dallas jenkins and the folks that uh, uh, everyone who makes that all happen um with the uh, uh, come and see foundation etc cetera, etc cetera. Um, just tremendous tremendous work now Episodes four through six are scheduled for release this weekend. And if you didn't get a chance to see The Chosen in theaters, I highly recommend that you make the investment. Your purchasing the ticket shows Hollywood that you want this kind of entertainment. It's a yes vote for this kind of entertainment, first and foremost. Secondly, because the guys at The Chosen have created this, they're distributing this, and they've partnered with Fathom Events to bring it to theaters, it actually provides them a little additional seed money to help work on season five. So I'm gonna give you a chance to win a pair of tickets here. We've got a couple pair of tickets that our friends at Fathom Events have provided for us. Thank you, Colette and Ray Nutt, the CEO of Fathom Events, who loves the bottom line show. And we love him, and not just because he gives us free tickets. So if you're calling in for Benny Tate's book, keep doing that, 800-227-5278. But if you wanna throw it to Movie Monday, we'll throw a couple of pairs of tickets in the mix to The Chosen, episodes four through six of season four, We've got them lined up as well, 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, the number to get you through to the bottom line. On the other side of this break, we're going to talk a little bit more about what's been happening statewide, uh, the dangers, of course, Southern California, we talked about early on in the broadcast, how is the uh, the rainwater impacting the entire state? And uh, what is it that we in uh, the body of Christ can do to really be better stewards of uh you know our, our energies, especially as it pertains to a uh uh national and catastrophic situation like we're dealing with right now. I want to talk about that on the other side of this break as the bottom line continues. Bottom line show listeners have been so supportive of preborn and I appreciate you and I know that preborn does as well. Preborn is the pregnancy resource center that offers women Uh, options and offers women the truth when it comes to an unexpected or unplanned pregnancy. Now, if you were expecting pregnancy and you want to get a free ultrasound, you can go to a preborn clinic as well. It's very easy to do. And every time we donate $28 to the cause, that provides one free ultrasound appointment for someone who may or may not have the means to handle this. Now, Terry in Cathedral City recently called in a $1,000 donation. Thank you so much, Terry, for, uh, for giving us that call, especially out of the Coachella Valley. Also, Dennis in Los Angeles called in a $28 donation. Thank you, Dennis, for that $28. And also, I want to say thanks to Diane in San Diego, a $500 donation. Every $28 you provide, Means one more ultrasound visit for a woman who may be deciding between whether or not to keep the pregnancy or to keep the child. We are pro-child. Eighty-five percent of the women who go to Preborn and see the ultrasound choose life for their preborn child. And you can give a tax-deductible donation online today to support that cause. Go to kbrightradio.com and look for the Preborn banner. Click the banner and make your best donation today. Welcome back to The Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh, and uh, we're still taking your calls. We've got not one, not two, not three, but four copies of Benny Tate's book on the Holy Spirit uh, called Unlimited, 800-227-5278. We also have not one, but two pair of tickets to see The Chosen Weekend 2 in the box office or at, at the movie theater. Uh, it came in second, The Chosen Season uh, 4, episodes one through three, was the number two movie in all of america <laughs> not just christian movies open on 2300 screens pretty cool for a fathom events event and our thanks to the folks at fathom events for providing a couple of pair of tickets today uh, for us to give away 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line uh coming up next hour dennis wilson's gonna join me and we're gonna have more movie stuff to give away so it's a great way to, to give things uh, get the week off um over uh the weekend of course you know the catastrophic, uh, the atmospheric river. Uh, causing flooding uh, usually norcal gets hit the hardest for this uh season though uh, metro la as you know 14 million people in the metro la area has been the uh, area that's been really you know piled on the most um la averages on about you know per year about three and a half inches of rain for the entire month of february um yesterday la got 4.1 inches of rain on sunday so, I mean, that's the idea. Uh, by the way, uh, the, that is a record. Uh, the record for rain on that date in L.A., um, it was in 1927. Uh, 2.55 inches of rain in the Los Angeles area. Uh, Sunday was the third wettest day ever recorded in Los Angeles for uh, a day in February uh, since 1877. It was the 10th wettest day in the history of Los Angeles. By the way, in case you're wondering, if you're keeping totals at home, I mean, they're telling us we might get as many as 10 inches of rain in Pasadena between now and Wednesday. The wettest day on record in LA, March the 2nd, 1938, 5.88 inches of rain fell. Uh, Yuba City, there was a, a, the atmospheric river actually claimed a casualty. A guy was hit by a tree. Um, there are other you know landslides debris I mean all sorts of stuff that's everywhere I mean please use caution uh the number of uh emergency responders that have been mobilized so far is close to 10,000 it's a record number of people who are out doing the best that they can and I at this point the only words that I can echo as far as my sentiments on this too of course we'll be praying here in just a moment but also it was I was watching a a news conference yesterday, um, I, mean, I take that back, it was Saturday in, uh, in Long Beach, and the mayor uh, spoke and said, you know, please use caution, and then I believe the chief of police got up there and said, look, don't go to riverbeds. I mean, I know that there, there are people who are like storm chasers and things like that, but please, for the love of God, use common sense. And I know you're a very commonsensical sense person because you're listening to the Bottom Line Show, um, but encourage your friends. <laughs> who might say, hey, let's go to the LA River, or the Santa Ana River, and see what's going on. Don't. Please, trust me, don't. Um, and Father, please protect those who are in dangerous areas who might potentially be at harm's, in harm's way because of mudslides or excessive rain or if it's cold in those areas where people can hear this broadcast, uh, you know, the, the potential for ice and snow and things of that nature. Please give us the, the good sense to uh, be practical, but also to not shy away from those who are in desperate need of help um, who are really could benefit from someone driving through a, a mud-slogged area or whatever to be the the blessing that they need. We know, Father, that Jesus told us that when you know we would want ask the question, Lord, when did we uh, find you sick or hungry or whatever, and, and we did under the least of these. Help us to be instruments of peace and comfort for those who are really struggling during this time right now, and help us not to not to overstate and overblow the. Uh, Uh, the, the severity of what might happen, but help us to deal with the realities of what do. And we ask all these things in the precious and powerful name of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, and all God's people said, amen. I mean, rain's a good thing. Just a lot of rain in a concentrated area can be damaging. And please notice too, I always take inventory whenever I see mudslides and flooding of what's actually washing away. Is God washing his creation away or is our stuff that we built getting in the way, maybe we shouldn't be building there? just the thought for our kcbc audience enjoy the rest of your afternoon and you've got rabbi schneider discovering the jewish jesus coming up next for those who remain there are a lot of people right now who are resting easy because they built their financial house on solid ground because they've invested with dennis wilson of wilson financial services i'm going to revisit a conversation i had with dennis on the other side of this break about why now as you're getting your taxes together and preparing for possibly this is your retirement year why now is an excellent time to contact Dennis and to get a brand new movie on what's happening with your 401k and your IRA, uh, the movie called The Baby Boomer Dilemma. We're going to talk about that coming up next as The Bottom Line continues special guest joining me today here on the bottom line show dennis wilson here in studio with us today from wilson financial services 800-696-9970 uh, wilson financial the only financial service analyst that and advisors that i've ever recommended here on the bottom line show and he brought his entourage with him as well uh, brooke and dennis and chewy welcome back to the bottom line show
3: hey great to be here raj go
0: around the horn and let us know who's here and we know we've heard a lot about chewy but. The chance to get brookie in on the conversation well here my my
3: granddaughter brooke is with me and she she has um, been with us now uh, it's unbelievable but she's been with us almost 18 months wow poor girl and she's suffering from that too she's she's aged <laughs> so much it's sad <laughs> no i'm just kidding but uh um no she's with us today and so we're excited to be here and uh uh, we've got, we're got we ready to share whatever you want us to share about. Well, let, let's
0: talk about some things. I mean, obviously, we're getting into first quarter of 2024, which means tax day will be upon us. And there are a lot of people who are coming to the realization, maybe they're getting ready to retire. I know we have a couple of family members who are looking at November, December as, you know, putting in their paperwork and signing up for Social Security. But there are a lot of people who get a huge surprise when they get to the retirement time, because for whatever reason, they say, hey, wait a minute. Okay, I got a 401k. I've got an IRA. I'm ready to retire. And yet I didn't know I was retiring in a partnership. I thought it was just me. And you talked very kind of tongue in cheek, but about the fact that a lot of people don't realize that uh, it's you and our friends at the Internal Revenue Service who are kind of in partnership when it comes to that. Talk about what that does Mm -hmm. to a 401k or an IRA. Well,
3: yeah, it's really, you'd be surprised how many people don't realize what you just said. They retire and they think, well, I've got a million dollars in my 401k. And they don't realize that, hey, if they take that million dollars today, they're going to give Uncle Sam between three and 400,000 of it. Wow! And when you tell them that, they, that's exactly, that's a response. That is their response. Wow. And, and you wonder, well, how could they be that naive? But they're really, it isn't a matter of naive. It's just a matter of that no one ever tells them. I mean, I really, I had, a, I had a, this is many, many years ago, but I had a doctor client who had over $10 million in his IRA account, and he thought he did not know that he owed any taxes on that money. Oh, my. And I thought, well, you know, I mean, he's obviously a pretty smart guy, but when it came to that, he was pretty stupid hmm mm-hmm. So well, it's just it's just yeah. what nobody no one has ever told you. So how do you know if nobody tells you?
0: Yeah, and that's one of the reasons So I recommend that our listeners contact Wilson Financial at 800 696 9970 800 696 9970 because if you're in that situation where you're getting ready to retire and you're thinking my 401k, my IRA is golden, all of a sudden you don't realize you've got this partner saying, hey, you have to have a required minimum distribution. You can't leave a certain amount to your family members without having to pay tax on it. I mean, this is, well, that's well, not much of a partnership, Dennis. I mean, it doesn't really yeah. seem very fair at all what well, they're no. telling you what to do.
3: And it's ironic because, you know, what you just described is just was just recent. The IRS, hmm. it used to be, that you could leave your IRA to your children or your grandchildren, and they could leave the money set, and they really had a legacy plan. Right. Now, if you leave it to your children or your grandchildren, they pay taxes on it right away. And and who made that new rule? Do you think you you think you think had anything to do with that new rule? Mm-mm. No, the IRS, in their infinite wisdom, they did that for you because they really appreciate the fact that you want to donate to their cause because they spend it faster than they can print it. And so, right. um, you know, tax rates, sadly, are going to go up in the future, and- um, the the IRS is counting on that. They're also making changes in in the law so that they can get so they can tax your money sooner. Um, it's uh, it, it it's the time where you need to do something about it. Actually, hopefully you do it a couple years before you retire so that you have a chance to really see if there's some alternatives that are really going to help you in the long range planning because most people they do, they think that a Roth IRA is a four letter word but they don't realize that a Roth IRA could really eliminate a lot of the burdens of the taxes in retirement, especially if they have enough time to make it work for them. So mm-hmm.
0: now, and to, speaking of which, when you contact Wilson Financial, ask about the Roth IRA, because this is something that you know, we talk about my family, my mom and dad are clients of yours, my sister. Uh, so many bottom line listeners have become clients of Wilson Financial Advisors uh, simply because of the recommendation of what they hear here. And they're very, very happy with their results. But this is one of those situations now where I just learned something about what's going on at Wilson Financial. Where you are actually employing this, you know, with your uh, all the employees. So Brooke benefits from this, and Tess and everybody else that you contact there, involving a Roth IRA alternative. Talk about what you mean by the Roth, because Roths are good, but you've got a Roth alternative that's even better.
3: Well, the problem with Roths are they limit what you can do. In other words, you you can barely you can barely put in. I think it's seven thousand dollars. It's up to you can put in a year. Mm-hmm. And you have and the IRS in their infant wisdom gives you all kinds of rules you have to have before you to qualify it. Well, the Roth IRA alternative is outside that box. It has it's covered by a different part of the tax code than the Internal Revenue Code, mm-hmm. and so it allows you to accumulate money on a tax free basis, as well as using the current Roth the ability of taking an IRA and making it a Roth. And so mm. we're pretty good at both of those things, and actually we're, we're better than pretty good. That's, we're really good at what we do, and that's one of the things that we really enjoy helping people show them. I've got a client who was just in the other day, and I said, so we'll have this million dollars transferred over between now and the time you retire, and so it'll all be tax-free instead of taxable. Wow. And now, he didn't understand how it was gonna work exactly, mm-hmm. but as we, he, and he's a pretty smart guy, he owns his own business, and so he said, "Oh, okay. Well, yeah, this makes sense. Why would I leave this here taxable when I don't have to?" Exactly. I said, "Well, yeah." So, I showed him a way. Now, doesn't mean that he's not going to pay a little money in taxes because obviously, they're going to pay a little bit of money in taxes. But they can, if, with a little bit of planning, they can play, pay way less, as little as half. Actually, in some cases, even more than half. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it, it's a it's it's fun planning. It's something that uh, that. Actually, we just started doing it in the last 18 months, so we got to give Brooke credit because she didn't know about it, but it's actually when we started doing it, so...
0: Yeah, well, well, let's give her full credit. For yeah, that, we'll give uh, her full I, credit, yeah. The Roth IRA alternative from Wilson Financial, one of the many alternatives that you will receive and have opportunities to in- invest in when you contact Wilson Financial Advisors, 800-696-9970, 800-696-9970, or you can just go to caprightradio.com forward slash Wilson Financial, and you can get the ball rolling there, express your interest in what Dennis and the team are doing to help you save your money for retirement and save your money in retirement. I mean, if you can imagine, Imagine having a million dollar IRA, like Dennis just mentioned, converting it to one of these Roth alternatives and saving a couple hundred thousand dollars in taxes. I mean, when you get to be a c- certain age, Dennis, I mean, you and I both know there's something called recovery time or the, uh, uh the ramp, if you will, that uh, when you're younger, you can be a little more uh, reckless, a little more, uh, uh adventurous, if you will, with, with your investments. The older we get though, if you hit a loss in your seventies, it's really difficult to recover. And I know you have a, a client who came to you recently, and took advantage of a program that I, I still think it's too good to be true when you talk about 13% returns but you had a client you were telling me about who came to your office who said hey i just took a big hit on my 401k and i'm trying to recover you know just to kind of get back to normal talk about how you were able to help her with this 13% account
3: well you know she this is one of those good news bad news um i mean bad news good news she came into us and her 401k had been 900,000 when she retired and by the time that she came to see us, it had gone down to seven hundred forty thousand, and that was mm-hmm. just a little over less than a year. So, to say that she was in panic mode would probably be a correct way. But I mean, she didn't show it, but she obviously felt that way because right. she's a good friend of my son. And so, she mm-hmm. uh, came in and met with us, and uh, we saw that we we showed her how to take the the uh, current IRA and make it for 4- eight hundred forty thousand in the next twelve months and get her back on track. Now. We didn't get her all the way back, but we sure got her a long ways back, and and it completely changed her mental being because right. she's not worried about a spending money, and she's not worried about retirement because she's going to have a nice nest egg there. So it, it's a it's a it's a completely. Um, it's a fun thing to help people do, and it's a, a mindset, you know.
0: It's- well, well, and the beauty of something like that, Dennis, is, you know, here she comes in with what she thought, okay, this is my nest egg, I'm going to live on a couple of withdrawals a year, and it's going to earn some interest, and, and yeah, I'll pay a little taxes, but that's fine. But when you start at 900 and you lose about, you know, 15, 16 percent of the value of that in one year, not because you were taking money out, but because the market's going south and you're trying to stop the the bleeding at that point. And the fact that you have this 13 percent program that allows someone to move from a traditional uh, 401k into a Roth IRA that, you know, there's a contact Wilson Financial to find out how you get that 13 percent. It's 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 easier for them to explain it than for me to explain here on the radio. (laughs) But the idea that. She lost one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in eighteen months, and you showed her a way to get two thirds of that back within a year. And on the upward trajectory, you know that that peace of mind has got be, I mean, to be—it's invaluable.
3: Yeah, and then we showed her that where she'll never lose money again. So that is invaluable. It's really important. And then the other thing too that there was um, fun in this case was the fact that that she just she literally couldn't see how she would be able to. To spend any money in retirement because that's what uh-huh. that's what happens when you see a account dropping like that. Your immediate reaction is, "Well, I can't spend any of this money." Look at how fast it's going down. So she completely reversed that mindset. So it was a it was a fun experience. So she she has written letters she to both both uh, our staff people and me and how much she appreciates it and uh, so she they, she loves us. That's part of the fun of what we do is that we, we get these kind of letters from people on a regular basis.
0: Yeah, I love that. And you mentioned the entire staff, too. I know when whenever I talk to my parents about uh, their accounts with Wilson Financial, uh, my dad always says, well, t- say hi to Dennis for me. And my mom always says, say hi to Tess for me. So, I mean, <laughs> that's uh, one of the beautiful things. And once she met Brooke, I mean, I'm sure that that will be a, the case as well. But it's, it's a family operation. And it's one of those places where I, I know in this day and age. The brokerage firms that handle these types of 401Ks and IRAs or whatever, I don't want to say they're cold and faceless, but you're dealing with the actual people at Wilson Financial. It's a family-run business. These are the folks when you come into the office, you meet with them, that's the team. You know, I mean, there's no, you're not going to get passed off from one rep to another. There's no, you know, a nameless, faceless, you know, type of corporation behind it. It really is a family business that Dennis and Kathy have cultivated over the past 50 plus years. And it's why we have no trouble uh, recommending them here at the Bottom Line Show. Uh, Dennis, there's a term that I learned from you. I think I may have picked it up from Brooke too. When it comes to people of a certain age, and I'm technically, I'm at the <laughs> bottom end of the baby boom in terms of. Uh, that you know age group, but people in their 60s and 70s are considered to be baby boomers. And there's a process that you refer to as the baby boom dilemma that you have a solution for. Kind of give us a 60-second overview of what the dilemma is and then how Wilson Financial has alternatives that can help make this uh, a lot easier to navigate.
3: Well, one of the dilemmas is that when they reach retirement, they don't realize that if they have a, a large 401k, that what is going to happen is that now all of their Social Security is going to be taxable. Or most of it's going to be taxable, and when you tell them that they're going to be taxed on their Social Security, they're surprised by that. Well, that's only the first step in the dilemma. The next step is, well, what am I going to do for permanent income? Because no one's ever talked to them. They they aren't financial planners. They don't know what permanent income from you know any other. I mean, they they just don't they just don't understand all the concepts that are behind it. They need they need to know. Do they need long term care? Do they need to know whether this is whether they're going to have money for their for their children, they don't, so many people when they're ready to retire, they worry about being a burden to their children. Well, right, right. and so the, the they, they, and that's the kind of dilemma that has been created by a 401k. So we have a video that we give out called the baby boomer dilemma, which kind of explains that and gives them some examples of how to not, how to not be in that position. And, uh, so it's, it's a, it's a well-received video. I think, um, almost everybody that we that we've given it to has watched it has, has appreciated it and so that's why we uh, that's why we give it out we're um, um, yeah
0: yeah, well, it's it's a wonderful resource. It's helpful. It's very informative, but it also not only explains how the 401k IRA business model basically was formed, but then it also gives you as a consumer the opportunity to say, okay, well, now mm-hmm. what can I do to avoid the pitfalls of this? And of course, when you contact Wilson Financial, they are armed with a whole uh, cache of different uh, arrangements, different uh, uh, alternatives, if you will, that will help you uh, have a, really thrive in your retirement years. If you got stuck in a 401k, or an individual retirement account or you've been waiting on your company pension and it keeps kind of going away, uh, there are definitely some alternatives that you can put into practice to uh, make your retirement years more meaningful and definitely more fruitful uh dennis wilson wilson financial 800-696-9970 800-696-9970 or go to wilson-financial.com we've got that linked at the bottom line show.com in perpetuity and also you can go to kbrightradio.com forward slash wilson financial and get the ball rolling there uh dennis we've done all the talking brooke hasn't had a chance to say hi or anything brooke would you have anything to add to everything your grandpa was talking about today
2: Well, he is a smart
3: guy, and (laughs) I get to listen in on all of these things all the time. So it is it is a lot, but that's why you need to come talk to him is to figure out specifically for you how all of these things can benefit your future and your time. So yeah,
0: right. It's never too early to start this conversation, and it really isn't. I mean, the very few exceptions, Dennis. It's really not too late to make a call to Wilson Financial and say, okay, I'm in this situation, what can I do? Is that a fair statement to make?
3: It is a fair statement, it really is. We, we're we people, helping people in their late 80s and early 90s, and so, yes, it's a fair statement. In fact... Um, But one of the other fair statements you said earlier is that when they meet Brooke, they're going to like her. That's the problem. Everybody likes her better than me already. (laughs) So between between her and Chewy, I'm the third fiddle. I was going to
0: say, you know, it's to the point now where Chewy barks when I come in instead of, you know, just kind of running rather silently. So he he's like, hey, don't mess up my groove here with uh, with uh, Dennis and Brooke. But uh, uh, we we really enjoy the friendship and the partnership. And uh, Dennis and Brooke, thanks for being with us today here on The Bottom Line Show. Uh, God bless you guys, Um, all of us here. the Bottom Line Show.
3: Hey, the same to you, and be sure and give the boss a hug and tell her we said hi, and that uh, we're looking forward to uh, going out to dinner the next time we get a chance.
0: Always good to have those conversations and to talk about things like retirement and the movie "The Baby Boomer Dilemma" helps us understand what's happened with pensions in American work life over the last several years, and if you've got a pension, why it might be declining in value. If you invested in a four hundred one k or IRA how to make sure you maximize those because it really is a uh it's a rigged game. You get a little bit of benefit initially when you're putting the money in, but oftentimes you wind up paying a heavier price when you take the money out. The movie, The Baby Boomer Dilemma, is one, Dennis didn't produce it, but he's passionate about it, and he keeps giving me, he and Brooke go out and they buy uh, several versions of the the streaming version. If you saw it when we did a theatrical release with Dennis and the Wilson Financial team, it's a great movie to watch. The online version actually has bonus material, and that's why we shifted to giving away the online Version of this. So here on Movie Monday, we have free copies of The Baby Boomer Dilemma. Not one, not two, not three, not four, but five uh, of these links to give away today. Call 800 227 5278 right now. The bottom line show, 800 227 5278. Crystal and the team will be happy to take that information and pass it along to Dennis and his team so we can get you that link. 800 227 5278, the number to get you through to the bottom line. Some final thoughts. In just a moment, as the bottom line continues. For more than 50 years, Dennis Wilson has been offering better alternatives to what the market offers when it comes to investments like certificates of deposit and real estate investment trusts. Dennis's 3D account pays even better than market interest rate. Here's Dennis to explain.
3: So what is a 3D account and how does it work? A 3D account is a real estate-backed investment without Wall Street risk. It pays an amazing interest of 7% for the next three years. At the end of three years, you can take your money out, so you can see it's definitely not a REIT, or you can reinvest it at 7% in a new program. Go ahead and call today and ask about the 7% account, and then while you're on the phone, and ask about our accounts that pays even higher amounts for funds over 250000
0: Learn more about Dennis Wilson's 3D Money Account, the better alternative to the Real Estate Investment Trust. Call 800-696-9970. 800-696-9970. Wilson Financial, simply better alternatives well my thanks again to dennis wilson wilson financial for a great conversation as always for our long-term relationship here at the bottom line show and also for providing us with not one not two not three not four but five copies of the movie the baby boomer dilemma now this is a video stream and the video stream is better than there are dvds of this movie we're giving away the video stream today because um there's bonus material at the end that's not on the dvd 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. We have five copies that we're giving away today. We'd love to place one into your hands, though I realize you can't put a link in your hands, but we can put a link in your email box <laughs> as your way, our way of thanking you for sending us your email address. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278, the number to get you through to the bottom line. My goodness, five copies of uh, The Baby Boomer Dilemma, a couple of pair of tickets to The Chosen, Season 4, Episodes 4 through 6, four copies of Benny Tate's book, Unlimited. We're just pulling out all the stops here on this Movie Monday edition of The Bottom Line Show. You know, I would re- be remiss if we did not have this part of the conversation to end the program today because we've talked about the weather, we've talked about how oftentimes we as Christians will limit the Holy Spirit instead of fully engaging him in our lives. And then also how sometimes we'll get to retirement years and we'll ask the question, gosh, how, how come I, I don't have enough and realize that we didn't build on the right foundation. We're watching foundations kind of crumble and slide away here in the Southland um, as we speak because of all the rain and the wind. And, and it's amazing how uh, it, it, not necessarily a torrential rain per se, but just a concentrated amount of rain can really expose some of the weakness that we have in our buildings you know california has really strict building codes for earthquakes and things of that nature but when it comes to rain and flood we don't always get that much i mentioned earlier los angeles yesterday 4.1 inches of rain Uh, that was a record for february 4th um, in the city of la the previous record was 2.55 but then when it comes to february months um, 4.1 is more than we get in an entire month in la that averaged about 3.6 So I understand that if you plan for rainy weather and you don't get a lot of rainy weather, at some point people might say, well, what's the point? But it all begins with the foundation upon which you build. Remember the words of Jesus in Matthew chapter 7. Everyone who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. That was verse 24. Verse 25, and the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. Verse 26, and everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. Verse 27, and the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat against the house and it fell and was great. That was the fall of it. You know why I love these verses? I mean, people are gonna drag these out the next couple of days because they're gonna you know, see, here comes the rain and you gotta prepare. But Jesus is so basic. I mean, so powerful, but so basic. First and foremost, if you hear the word of God and don't respond to it, don't act on it, then you basically are headed for catastrophe. Who is gonna hear the word of the Lord and respond to it? The person whose heart has been transformed, whose ears have opened up, whose eyes have opened up, can see and hear what God is doing, and their heart is prompted to act upon these words. We like to think of this as being pragmatic. Oh, well, Jesus said do this and this, so I'll do this and this and that, and I can kind of reason that away. But the person, I mean, these words of God have been around for how many thousands of years? There are people who have access to the scriptures all up and down the you know, hills and plains and cities and valleys of the U.S. and all over the world. There's still some places that people haven't been reached yet, but for the most part, it's available. People choose not to read them and apply them. What we're seeing in the church right now is a lot of people who have read these words and know them but don't apply them because their life's doing fine and why should I do that type of stuff? Notice number one, that if you if you build on that foundation, if you act on God's word, that's a demonstration that God has transformed your heart. Number two, if you build on a solid foundation, you're, what you build is not gonna crumble. Every time, bless their hearts, I'm sure we have some TV executives or maybe you've got a home along the beach. Every time there's heavy rain like this and the sandbags come out and people are running down to Malibu saying, we've got a, this $20 million house. And I ask the question, What foundation did you build on along the shoreline? If you found some rocks, great. But chances are there's a lot of sand there. You have to really work hard to reinforce something that's built on sand. As someone who's lived in the desert, I know what that's like. But then understand too, there's one other principle that's here at play that we often overlook in this case. We focus so much on if you build on the solid rock, your house will stand. If you build on the sand, your house will fall. But what's the one other point? that many Christians miss. We'll talk about that on the other side of this break as the bottom line continues. I can't say enough about pre-born and i'm going to keep talking about them because i love what this organization stands for basically what they stand for is the truth the truth and the science the truth and the science and being honest about the situation that a woman is facing when she is facing an unplanned pregnancy did you know this is a problem within the church 60 percent of the women who have abortions in the united states do so after already having given birth at least once 54 percent of the women who have abortions in the united states are church-going women if not Bible-believing born-again Christians. So what does that say? It tells me that we in the church need to do a better job of educating people as to what's really going on when a woman tests positive for pregnancy, as they say. Go to a pre-born clinic, they'll do the pregnancy test, then they will do an ultrasound, and the ultrasound technology will show you the pictures of the child in the womb, and then they'll tell you the three options, not the two, that the abortion clinics, abortion clinics say either you're going to be a parent that's going to be expensive and ruin your life, just have an abortion. The third option is adoption, and pre- Preborn recommends adoption every single time a woman comes in with an unplanned pregnancy. 85% of the women who go to a preborn clinic and have the ultrasound choose life for their baby. You can help in this effort. Make your one-time donation to preborn today. Go to kbrightradio.com and click on the preborn banner. Welcome back to this Movie Monday edition of the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. Last call for those five. We've got not one, not two, not three, not four, but five. Uh, video downloads of the movie The Baby Boomer Dilemma five copies available for you if you want to know why your retirement is the way it is how social security works how 401ks and IRAs work and why you need to make alternate plans um, this is the movie courtesy of our friends at Wilson Financial. Call 800-696-9970. You can get a copy of the movie straight from Dennis, or call us today here on Movie Monday. We've got five of them waiting for you. 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, the number to get you through to the bottom line. We've been talking about the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew 7, 24 through 27, where Jesus says, everyone who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain falls, the flood comes up, the winds beat on the house, but it doesn't fall because it's been founded on the rock. And then he says, everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like the foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain fell, the floods came, the winds blew and beat against the house and it fell and great was the fall of it. Here's the part that we, we get it hear the words of Jesus and respond to them, you're acting in faith. Um, Hear the words of Jesus and don't respond to them, you're not acting in faith. There are a lot of people who profess faith in Christ, but they don't act upon the word of God. That to me says they don't have it. I don't think people fall away from their faith, they just didn't have it in the first place, number one. Number two, notice in the example, both the wise man who built on the rock and the foolish man who built on the sand had storms that came into their lives. It's kind of an American thing, I think. I mean, the persecuted church gets it. They don't expect every day to be lollipops and raindrops and, the, well, I mean, rainbows. They know there's hardship. But sometimes in the American church, I have to wonder how tough we are, how resilient we are because of the fact that when a storm does happen. See, Jesus doesn't say, here's how to avoid the storm. Jesus says in these verses, here's how to withstand the storm. The storm is inevitable. The question is, how will we stand? What is our foundation? And you will know your faith is solid if you build upon the rock. You see how that works? The person who builds his house upon the rock hears the words of Jesus and puts them into action. The person who hears them and does it is like the guy who builds on the sand. The house looks great until the storm hits and then it all falls apart. May we be people of the rock. Not that we hit people over the head with it, but that we encourage people and show them how to stand upon it. That is the good news, and that's the bottom line.